for entrusting me with the service in his absence. Amen. We are, we are praying for his traveling mercies along with other Phillips and Evangelist Simmons. Amen. We are praying for our church, for a hedge of protection, for the things that are happening in these signs of the times. Amen. I'm going to be reading in the book of Leviticus chapter 13, verses 45 through 47. Leviticus chapter 13, verses 45 through 47. Amen. So we are in the book of law. It is getting into some details of the things that the children of Israel had to do while they were in the wilderness, and it prepared them as a nation. Amen. Leviticus chapter 13, verses 45 through 47. And the leper whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent and his head bare. And he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and he shall cry, Unclean, unclean. And all the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean, and he shall dwell alone. Without the camp shall his habitation be. The garment also that the plague of leprosy is in, wherein it be woolen garment or a linen garment, where it be in a warp or wool, or linen, or woolen, wherein in a skin, or anything made of skin. Amen. If we feel comfortable in doing so tonight, can we put our Bibles down? Can we close our eyes and lift our hands? And can we just begin to talk to the Lord tonight? Can we just begin to show him appreciation here in this house that he loved us in the mess that we were before we came into this truth, that he loved us in the midst of of the darkest hours of our life, that he loved us no matter the state that we found ourselves, he loved us. We thank you, Lord God, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your compassion. God, that you look past our mistakes. You look past, God, the state that we were in. And God, you saw the son and the daughter we can become. I pray tonight, God, that you could just speak to your children. Speak to, your, to our hearts, God. Oh, Lord God, let your voice be louder than the doubt. Let your voice be louder than the loneliness. God, let your voice be louder than the depression. God, let your voice be louder than the bitterness. Let your voice be louder, God, than our struggles. And let it be your love, oh God, Lord, that is the most audible in here in this house tonight, God. Lord, I bind every spirit of depression and every oppressive spirit here tonight. And God, I speak in the life and atmosphere, God, of liberty. Because where your spirit is, God, there truly is liberty. I pray, God, for freedom here tonight. I pray, God, for a deliverance tonight. I pray, God, for a liberation and an emancipation of your people here tonight tonight in Jesus name. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Oh, it's so good to be in his house. I'm very thankful for what God has done in our lives. Amen. Tonight, I like to preach this particular thought. I am the leper. I was the leper. Me. This individual standing behind this pulpit I was a leper. I encountered the effects of leprosy. I encountered the things that this world did in my life before Jesus. Amen. Leprosy, man, uh, it is a terrible, disfiguring, horrible, horrific disease. 
in the times of ancient Israel, in the times of antiquity, even in the Middle Ages, not to even a hundred years ago, it was a death sentence. It was long, it was drawn out, and it guaranteed a life of loneliness. It guaranteed a life being ostracized and unwanted and unloved. I'm very thankful that with our modern medicine, leprosy is pretty much cured. Now, unfortunately, it does run rampant in third world countries that do not have the particular medical capabilities that we have here in the United States. Just a, a little FYI in fact, uh, the Texas small mammal, the armadillo, actually has leprosy under its shell. But I've never seen an armadillo alive. Even though it is the state mammal, I've never seen an armadillo alive. I just see him on the side of the road. Amen. But leprosy is a horrific and horrible Horrible disease. And in the time of Israel, in the time of Jesus, you were guaranteed to die. There was nothing you can do. And you would spend the remainder of your days desperate for compassion. Desperate for love. Desperate for peace. Desperate for somebody to care about you. Amen. Leprosy, talking about in the medical dictionary, is also known as Hansen's disease. It is a long-term infection. It's a bacteria it's a, if you guys, you know, want to wow your friends with it, it is a myobacterium lepromitosis. I'm telling you, everybody you're going to encounter at Walmart is going to think you're awesome that you know that name. But it is a horrific bacteria that leads to the damage of your nerve endings, your respiratory tract, your skin and your eyes. The nerve damage will result in a lack of ability to feel any pain or to have any feelings whatsoever. It can lead to the loss of parts in the person's extremities. That's why we know that a, a leper loses their fingers and their toes, and they learn, lose portions of their face, and they lose portions of their body. It is open sores. It is horrific. It is embarrassing. You are ostracized. Even in those third world countries today, you are ostracized outside of your community. I remember in my second deployment to Iraq that there was somebody in downtown Baghdad that was suffering from leprosy. I am telling you, seeing it firsthand, it is is horrific and you your heart cries out for the individual that nobody will ever love them nobody will ever care for them they will never have anybody comfort them it is a horrible way to die and it was as i said a death sentence it was something that was so desperately not wanted in the time of the old testament an infection of leprosy is also an experience of muscle weakness and poor eyesight Leprosy symptoms may take up to one year to 20 years before symptoms are shown. Praise God that we have a cure. It is a series of 20 pills that somebody has to take and it cures. But as I said, it runs rampant. And so since apparently we are in the, the media of outbreaks and epidemics, leprosy was one of those particular diseases that Israel had to avoid at all costs. You look in the book of Leviticus in our particular chapter of 13, it is basically like a medical law. It is a list of what you do if somebody has warts or a, a boil. They even have a law for checking for mold in your house. And God knew what he was doing. And so the point of all these was to have infection and disease control. But it, that person had to sacrifice the love of the community. That individual lost everything they knew as a Jew. Whether you were a Levi, 
or a Bethlehemite, or you were from the various tribes of Judah, didn't matter. You were cast out of the camp. And so we read here in chapter 13, verses 45 through 47, that these beautiful clothes that God preserved. I want you to understand that this was written in the time of the 40 years of the wilderness. God preserved their clothes. You remember that. They wore seat seats. They had a talit. And so what would happen is that the person would start to show a boil or an infection. The priest would have to inspect that person. And it was a series of checks and a, a series of days. And that priest would have, according to Jewish tradition, would have a sheet with a slit or a hole in it. And that priest would inspect through the hole to make sure that that leprosy wouldn't come on him. Because it was airborne, God knew what he was doing. Can you imagine what would happen to the tribes if leprosy began to be contagious all through the tribes? We would lose all those people. So God knew what he was doing. But what about the lepers? Can you imagine that you had the identity of being in Benjamin? I'm a Benjamin. I saw the Red Sea part. I saw the cloud by day and the fire by night. But as they went through these medical inspections and that priest, he was behind that sheet through a hole. That is the only encounter with humanity that you had as a leper. And all the priest saw was your disease. All the priest's perspective was, was your infection and your leprosy. The identity of being a human being was gone. You are just this infectious thing. Now, it had to be done at that time to prevent spread. But what about the leper? They had to shave his head or her head. They had to rent their clothes. If they were a man, they no longer had the privilege of wearing the seat seats or the talit or the prayer shawl, which represented the identity of being a Jew. They were put on these harsh linen and wool clothes. And can you imagine how abrasive that was to the open sores, how uncomfortable that they were. And then they had to identify themselves saying, unclean, unclean. If it was me and it was my son, I couldn't even see him. Because according to Levitical law, I had to be 15 feet from any other human being. I had to be at least 15 feet to 100 paces from anybody else. Can you imagine how that was? Can you imagine all the things and all the beautiful things that happened in the Old Testament? All the wonderful things that transpired with a cloud by day and a fire by night. They had to look at it from a distance but never experience it. Manna fell for them. Quail fell for them because they were still God's people. But can you imagine the loneliness that they felt that nobody would ever give them a hug again? Nobody would ever spend time with them again that they were ostracized. And all they were known as was just unclean, unclean. And the reason for the wool is that when the priest inspected, that wool was abrasive to pull open the wound to see how bad it spread. And if it spread on that linen or if it spread on that wool garment, then they were infected and they were cast out of the camp. Rent clothes, who they were, was ripped apart. Their identity, they were ostracized and embarrassed. And then as that went on through the law and that went on through the wilderness and it went on through the kingdom, there was lepers that looked under the temple but could never shout in the courts with their people. They were in their camps, they were in their communities desperately wanting to do what God was doing, but because of their leprosy. 
and they were unclean. They never had the opportunity to experience. Can you imagine the desperation that they had just for somebody to love them? I can imagine the number of lepers that starved to death and how many lepers uh, died in the midst of the famines and the, the lepers that were beaten to death by other Jews because they were unclean. There are stories in Jewish history that there would be individuals that would just beat them with sticks and throw rocks because they were unclean. I was a leper. My leprosy caused that. Before I came to God, my bitterness was my leprosy. Being an alcoholic was my leprosy. Being resentful for people that hurt me was my leprosy. The hurt that I felt was my leprosy. The heartache that I was enduring was my leprosy. And I was outside of the camp desperately wanting to be with the temple, desperately longing to want to be with the tabernacle. I want to meet Moses, but these individuals couldn't even speak to Moses. They didn't even have the ability to have a counseling session with the priest or Moses because they were put outside the camp. And leprosy at the time was, it meant in Hebrew what is a, a defilement. And a lot of times they just thought that the individual was cursed. And we've seen him being cursed before. Moses had a taste of leprosy. Miriam, because she talked about the man of God, had seven days with leprosy. And we've seen that. But these individuals, because things fall in the just and the unjust, they had to experience a lifetime of being alone because of their hurt and their pain and their bitterness their clothes were rent, their talit that they, was so precious to them, they didn't even have the ability to wear it anymore. It was, it was torn out, and they were desperate for somebody to love them. How do we feel here tonight? What has our leprosy done to us? Man, that pain is as that wool on these open wounds. Can you imagine that they had no comfort, they had no rest? And what it says with leprosy is, after a while, it literally numbs the person. That's where they lose their appendages. That's where they get those infections. It's because they bump into things and they don't even know. They have no feeling. Their nerve endings are literally being attacked by a bacteria. They don't feel pain. And there's the open wounds and gangrenish. And they lose those appendages and they're alone. And nobody's there. They put themselves outside of the camp. How? I was that leper. I used to be so indifferent to people's pain. I used to be so bitter when people hurt me. I carried a bitterness within my family for years. I carried a resentment because of betrayal for years. And it became my leprosy. And what happens when we live in our pain and we live in our leprosy, we become numb to everything. Those lepers... They had a, a pain, a physical pain that was removed from them, but it was a spiritual pain crying out for somebody to help them. I want you to understand that all the wonderful, beautiful things that transpired in the Old Testament, they got to look from a distance. They never got to experience it one-on-one -on -one because of their leprosy, because of the pain, because of what they allowed to begin to consume them. They needed somebody so which brings us into the time of Jesus. Do you remember the pool of Bethesda? 
how you had a lame man that was there for 38 years waiting for a blessing, waiting for the one day that that angel troubled the waters so they can be blessed and that he can be healed. The lepers never had that opportunity. The lepers weren't even allowed in Jerusalem. They were walking outside of the walls of the old city. They didn't even get to go to the temple and pray at the wall. They were outside the city desperately having the opportunity to go in. And they were inspected by the priest outside of Jerusalem, longing for the opportunity to belong. And all the priests saw them was through the hole in the sheet. Have we encountered people that just sees our downfalls and our pain through a sheet? Have we been reduced to our disease? Have we been reduced to our pain? But I'm here to tell you that Jesus loves you through it. I'm here to tell you that God gives a God of countless second chances. I was not born in this, and I was a leper, numb. I was a leper falling apart. I was a leper living in the embrasion of my pain and my hurts and my sorrow. And I was outside of the camp until Jesus came. Because Jesus is the true high priest. He doesn't need the sheet. He looks through the pain, and he looks through the hurt, and he says, I see past the leprosy. Stop putting yourself outside of the camp. Stop tearing your garments. Let me give you a garment of praise. Stop, stop putting yourself out of the camp because you're going to be clean. Amen. 16 feet. It's all a leper had in contact with 16 feet. Amen. Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. The desperation of a generation. Because, by the way, it was generational with leprosy. Lepers would have children, and their children would have leprosy, and it would go on and on and on. Just like our sin, just like our hurt, just like our oppression, just like the things that bind us, it's generational. And so here was this leper that was outside of Jerusalem. He hears the prayers in the morning. He sees the smoke of the sacrifice. He's even seen the, the Shekinah or the glory of God, but he can never be in that court desperate to get in. And that's where we were before Jesus. We were on the outside desperate for somebody to cleanse us. And here was this leper that had to walk through the marketplace crying unclean and unclean. I'm sure that he has been beaten. I'm sure that this leper at the time has received rocks, longing for somebody to love him, being disfigured, children being pulled away because of the disfigurement and the disease. And here was a leper that heard of a man from Galilee that was healing. And there came a leper unto him. This is Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through, I said 45, we're going to go to 42. And there came a leopard onto him, beseeching him. And that's old, that's old English for begging him. Please, kneeling down to him and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus, moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him. That was the first time that somebody was able to touch him through the pain. 
That was the first time that anybody had ever shown him compassion. That's the first time that anybody that was considered a rabbi, anybody that was considered a holy man, anybody that was considered to be in the echelon of Israel had the compassion to touch him. Can you imagine how his heart felt that somebody had enough love to lay hands on him? Had enough love to demonstrate, I see past your disease. God, will you heal? What is our hearts longing for today? What is our wool garments doing to our wounds of years ago? Have we torn our talit? Have we put on a garment when God said, I've healed you? Have we put ourselves outside the camp longing for Jesus to heal us? Has our leprosy of pain returned? Has our leprosy of bitterness returned? Has our leprosy of animosity returned? Have our leprosy of loneliness returned? God, will you heal? Son of David, have mercy on me. And God touched him and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. Amen. And as soon as he's spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. We know that he was not just cleansed physically, but in his heart. And Jesus said, hey, I don't want you to tell anyone you're going to go to the priest. And you're going to have the priest inspect you. And of course, he will pass inspection. What Jesus was doing was beginning to fulfill prophecy and showing the priest who he was. Here's Jesus here tonight. And our leprosy is coming out of remission. It's our pain. I've been there. I was a leper of pain and bitterness and indifference. I didn't care about anyone except myself for years until I came into this truth. It was all about me, and I placed myself outside of the courts. I placed myself outside of the camp, and I looked at a cloud by day and a fire by night, but I was waiting for somebody to have enough love to lay hands. What is our leprosy doing tonight? Is it abrasive on our heart? God, heal us. Or God has healed you, but you still have your wool garments on, and he has made you a garment of praise, a fresh issue of Talit in prayer, a prayer cloth. Amen. Luke chapter 17, verses 12 through 19. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood far off, 16 feet to 100 paces. And they lifted their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when they saw him, He said unto them, go show yourself to the priest. And it came to pass as they went, they were all cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorify God. One out of the ten glorified God. One out of the ten understood. It reminds me of all the times of the individuals in the 16 years that I've been in this apostolic faith that God had done something in their lives. God had delivered them. I had a co-worker that had stage four cancer. And she was healed. Amen. She was delivered of a spirit. And she received the Holy Ghost in my living room. And she began to grow closer to God. But she didn't quite understand and didn't quite want to submit to the things of the word of God. And of course the cancer returned. Unfortunately. And I pray for her that she comes back. Every so often I email her and say, hey, the altar's ready. Come out of the leprosy camp. Amen. But how many individuals have we known? That God has done something in their life and they leave. 
and their leprosy returns. But it was that one leper out of the ten that came back and glorified God. Next verse, please. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving thanks. And he was a Samaritan. That's two that God showed compassion because a Samaritan was a dog compared to a Jew. A Samaritan was an outcast, unlovable. Reason being is that they were a, 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 a hybrid, as you would say, of, of paganism and Judaism. Amen. But God showed compassion. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? And where are the nine? They are not found that they return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto them, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Heart and body. Every single one of us were in a leper camp. Every single one of us, the moment that we are born, our leprosy begins. It is generational. Some of us have to deal with things that our grandparents and our parents had entertained, and it becomes a heritage to us, and we have to deal with it. Our leprosy is because somebody has hurt us, somebody has abused us. Our leprosy is that we are lonely and we are oppressed. Our leprosy is alcoholism and drugs. Our leprosy is our sin. Our leprosy is in a bunch of things that want to keep us from the temple of God. And God had enough love to give us uh, an opportunity to be cleansed, being born again of water and of spirit. But I sense here tonight that God is healed and we are still wearing our leprosy clothes. I really sense tonight that that leprosy is beginning to return. Not necessarily sin, but our pain could be our leprosy and it's beginning to grow and it's becoming an irritant and it's beginning to keep us from the places that God wants us to go. Not necessarily, as I said, sin, but just how life goes. It could be in a family member, it could be a spouse, it could be children, it could be a co-worker, or it could be within ourselves. And if we're not careful, that leprosy, our leprosy becomes to, begins to numb our spiritual feelings and we become numb. I've been there. And I dealt with it. It's an indifference. I feel nothing. If somebody's hurt, oh well. If somebody's crying, oh well. I'm indifferent to what's to happen. And I've been there because of pain. Pain leads to that. Pain leads to bitterness. Pain leads to resentment. And it becomes a leprosy. Where we begin to pull ourselves out of our tribe. And we put ourselves outside the camp. We rent our own clothes when we didn't have to. We tear off our, our seat seats and our talit when we don't have to. And we begin to spiritually shave our head. And we're walking around unclean, unclean, unclean. But God says, I've healed you. God says, come to me and be made whole. And we're the leper crying, unclean, unclean. We put ourselves away from our brothers and our sisters because of our leprosy. And God is beside himself to heal you. God is beside himself to make you clean, and to make you whole because he doesn't look at you just through a sheet or a hole or a slit. You are more than your infection. You are a whole person, and you are a son and a daughter of the Most High. It's our anger that becomes our leprosy, and it numbs us where God sees past it. And this world that we live in and every individual that is in this community, we have to stop looking at them through the eyes of the priest through the whole and look at the whole person because they are more than just the infection. They are a human being and they are a son and a daughter potentially of the Most High. They are a creation and a child of God. And God wants us to reach them. But it's got to be in this house. 
God, it's affected my relationship with my spouse, this leprosy. God, this leprosy has affected my praise to you. God, this leprosy has affected my prayer life. This leprosy has affected my interactions with others because I'm claiming unclean because of my pain. Oh God, let love be louder as my wife comes. Let your love, oh God, begin to come into this place. I know I'm speaking truth because it's evident. My anger, my frustration my indifference, my bitterness, my hurt, my loneliness, my heartbreak has become my leprosy. And God is beside himself for somebody to be healed. But we're crying unclean when we don't have to. We're crying and renting our clothes when we don't have to. And God is beside himself to heal the leper in this church. God, move in this place tonight. If we could stand to our feet this evening... Will somebody have faith to go to the master as that leper did? As I said, it's not necessarily sin, but it could be hurt. It could be what we're struggling with. It could be what we're battling and combating. Oh, God, have your way tonight, God. Heal the leper. God, as I was the leper, and I struggled, oh, God, with that bitterness. I struggled with that anger. I struggled, oh, God, with that alcohol. I struggled, oh, God with all these things, but God, you healed and made me clean. Let somebody have the faith to go to the master, God, and beg, oh God, to be healed, Lord Jesus. Beseech, God, son of David, have mercy on me, God. Lord God, restore my place in this kingdom. God, restore my place, God, amongst the tribes, Lord God. Lord Jesus, have your way tonight, God. These altars are open. Whatever you have need of, we'll pray. Amen. We're not going to formally dismiss.